welcome to a beautiful day. The wiser you are, the better you live. Do you know the way you name your day also matters? That is why it's important we start the day with gratitude and praise. You want to carry God to work, carry God to your car, carry God everywhere, then invest in praising and thanking. The enemy will try to block that, that process in your life. You've got to be adamant and don't allow your feelings to get you down. Don't waste time waiting for inspiration. Begin and inspiration will find you. Nobody ever feels like praying or praising God. Start the, 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 the engine, or as we say in, uh, in Nigeria, the generator. Just kickstart it, and then suddenly you find the energy. So don't wait to feel like praising him. You will never, you most, of, most of the time you don't, you don't really feel like praising him. Get to praising him, and you find that you have God's presence. You have direction for your day. You have energy. I remember the story of Nehemiah, the the guy that uh, worked on rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem, he, he told the guys, said, do not be sorry for yourselves. Don't allow pity party to, to hijack your destiny. No, focus on praising him. He said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You cannot be depressed until you, you cannot be depressed until you are oppressed by the devil in your mind. Okay, so don't allow the enemy to hijack your thoughts, concentrating on so many things you think God has not done, and then you forget what he has done. Concentrate on what he has done, and he will perfect what he has not done. That is the way it works. We give, we give the example of Paul and Silas yesterday in Acts chapter 16. Isn't it amazing? They were in the prison, and they, they were in chains. They were beaten. And then at midnight, they prayed and sang praises. So when it's your darkest hour, when it's your darkest moment, the, the, the answer is in praises. Take that principle and lift the name of God high. Exalt his holy name. Sing praise unto him. Paul and Silas did that in prison, and they came out of the prison in grand style. You know, the secrets of men are in their stories. And that's why I love God's word. I don't see the Bible as a religious book. I see it as life manual. There are too many lessons for you to pick from that life manual. If Paul and Silas can praise God, they prayed first, but I realized that the answer did not show up while they were praying. No, the answer, if the answer had showed up while they were praying, then they would not even need to praise in that sense. But while they were praising, there was a sudden intervention. No wonder scripture prescribes you know, starting our prayers with thanksgiving and closing it with thanksgiving and praises. You, 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 you are thanking him because you believe that he's able to do what you have asked him to do. And while they were praising, they came out of the prison. The jailer or the jailer, whatever you call them, they were shocked. The guy, was, the, guy, the guy wanted to even kill himself. I said, don't kill yourself. We are still here. And then they came out in grand style. But remember one man. John the Baptist did not come out of that prison. And if you check the account of John the Baptist's story, he didn't pray to Jesus. He didn't even sing songs of praise. He was actually murmuring. John the Baptist sent people to Jesus to ask Jesus, are you the one or should we wait for another? That is a bit insulting by my own analysis. You are the one that was baptizing Jesus and the heavens opened and you heard the voice of God saying, This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. 
and now you are in a predicament. You are in a situation. You now sent a message to him. Are you the one or should we expect another? And Jesus responded and said, mm, Tell John, the blind see, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the cripples are walking. He now made a statement. Jesus made a statement that you need to investigate further. He said, And blessed is that person who is not offended in me. Hmm. Because John the Baptist was in a situation. Many of us go through challenges and sometimes we begin to question our faith. We begin to question God. Do you know Paul and Silas could have been saying the same thing? How can we be in prison? Are we not serving God after all we have done for God? And you can be murmuring and complaining and complicate the matter. It's your choice. Somebody complained <laughs> and he was beheaded. Another person spent time praising and thanking God. How do you thank God in prison? Because you know that God is faithful. Because you know he's the one that will rescue from that prison. And they came out in grand style. They had a huge testimony. For me, John the Baptist could have done the same thing. He could have prayed to Jesus. He could have worshipped God and most likely escaped the prison. If Joseph can come out of the prison and Paul and Silas can come, out of, can come out of the prison, then John the Baptist could have come out. So I tell people, the prison is not the problem. The challenge is not the problem. The situation is not the problem. Your attitude might be the problem. Can you switch? Attitude of joy and thanksgiving. And you see that from that darkest moment, the best of your life's testimony will show up. Emulate Paul and Silas. Even Joseph, if he was murmuring and complaining, he would not be seeking to help others. I see Joseph as an excited prisoner, but he came out with a great testimony. You are coming out. The best of your story is not behind you. It's ahead of you. Every day in every way, you are getting better and better. This is wisdom. Winning wisdom from God's word. The wisdom of thanksgiving. Glory to God. God bless you. Have an amazing day. You will not dash your steps against a stone. See you the same time tomorrow. Bye.